Introducing Hardee's $5 All-Star Meals. Load it with satisfying classics. For just 5 bucks, you get a charbroiled double cheeseburger hot dog and, oh yeah, fries, drink, and a fresh-baked cookie. Or a double cheeseburger, a spicy chicken sandwich, and what? The fries, drink, cookie thing again? Or hand-breaded tenders and, spoiler alert, fries, drinks, and cookies for days, y'all. All for just 5 bucks. The $5 All-Star Meals. Stop by Hardee's and get yourself one today. Price of participation may vary. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Tax not included. Welcome to to the first ever drama-free podcast. To all you listeners out there, we can't see you, but uh, we know you're there. My name is Chad Stevenson. You know me as the uh, nearly naked chugger. And on the line co-hosting with us today, we have Derek Dawson, Chris Butler, and Steve Aspara. I hope I didn't butcher that name. Um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves, and we'll get it going with the show. What's going on, Drama Free? This is Derek Dawson uh, out here in San Diego, California, and uh, excited to be here, excited to talk about some beers with you guys. Uh, This is Chris Butler, uh, also known as Chug Shrug. Uh, I'm in northwest Arkansas, sort of a wasteland for beer, but we're coming on. What's up, everyone? This is Steve Esparra. I live in New Jersey, uh, and Drama Free is a group that I love, so I'm definitely excited to get this going. All right, gentlemen. Uh, Joey Hamilton might join us later. Uh, he is doing a pre-Great American Beer Fest share, so he might be popping in and sharing some uh, topics with us. Um, gentlemen, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a uh, King Sue from Toppling Goliath currently. Yeah, I'm drinking a Cypress Brewing Company Bolero Snort collaboration called Cypress Love. It's an Imperial IPA aged on cypress wood uh, that our very own Paul Maurer from Draw Free sent me as a thank you. So, just got that. I played the fifth. Uh, no, so, uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm on the, on the wagon right now, guys. Uh, I can still talk about it, but, uh, just can't drink it right now. So shout out to my, my buddy, Dan Amundo out there. I know he's doing the same thing and, uh, him and I are going to keep it clean for a little while till further notice. I, I guess I should have jumped in there on, uh, on Derek. It's funny how the guy in, uh, Arkansas is drinking a Bolero snort, which is a Jersey beer. Uh, I am drinking a Burial Gang of Thieves, I think it is, a double IPA sent to me by Ryan Love in Drama Free, because I did him a favor, so he shot me a burial box, and uh, it's drinking pretty great right now. Dr. Love. I hear those Drama Free guys are pretty cool, so I might have to uh, look into that. <laughs> recommended. <laughs> Highly recommended. You better have 10 references. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so... First topic we got here, um, you know, we got sports going on. We got October. We got baseball. We got football just starting in hockey. Um, you know, guys, going around when you've been to a professional or, you know, a minor league game, Derek, you could probably speak to this being working for a hockey club. Um, what are some unique or good brews that you've had at your stadium or venue? So, yeah, um, I, I do work, I work for the local minor league uh, hockey team here in San Diego, uh, American Hockey League affiliate of the uh, Anaheim Ducks. And, uh, you know, we do really well on our $2 Bud Light Fridays. So um, that's one of our big things. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, we really do have $2 Bud Light Fridays. But uh, we have a pretty good selection of, uh, of local stuff. We're actually partnered with uh, Bay City Brewing. Um, they do a Power Play IPA. Um, and don't quote me on this, but I believe it is a Simcoe IPA. Um, right around the 6% range. It's awesome. Um, so they have, um, there's actually a entire stand in our arena dedicated just to the local craft stuff. There's uh, Iron Fist, Alesmith, um, Modern Times, uh, a bunch of good stuff over there. So we do well. I don't know how you guys, uh, some of you guys can chime in here, but like the, the prices are uh, pretty outrageous at Petco and, and our venue as well. Um, you got to pay for it if you want it, but it's there and it's definitely uh, becoming a, make an impact. Yeah, what does uh, you know that 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 is a good good thing here. What what does like an Alesmith or something cost at your venue or at Petco? Uh, so yeah, I mean at Petco, if you're um, they were doing Speedway Stout at the uh, it was the best deal in, in the venue at Petco at a Padre game. If if any of you guys haven't been to Petco, or if you're looking to come to a cool baseball stadium, it's one of the best ballparks 
Uh, I hear it from people that have been to more than me. I've been to quite a few, but um, yeah, Speedway Stout uh, is probably, I think it's about $13, $13, $14, but um, it's the highest ABV you can get for that money. So yeah, it's it's pretty pricey. Yeah, we only have a minor league team around here, AA affiliate for the Royals. Um, And we have a little craft corner, one one venue, one uh, place that sells it in the stadium. And they have some of our local offerings from a couple of the breweries around here. And then uh, a couple of the not quite macro, not quite craft uh, things, you know, Founders All Day IPA and Green Flash and some of the bigger name craft things. And they run anywhere from uh, $7 to $10, uh, depending on the pour size. Um, I think the best value, though, is when you go cheap. Uh, we have Thirsty Thursdays, and it's like $2 highlights all night long for 24-ounce highlights. So that's usually when I go. <laughs> nice. So out here in Jersey, um, I'm a big Devils fan. Derek, it's cool to hear that you work for a hockey team. We're definitely going to have to link up after this. Um, I go to a lot of Devils games, and uh, they get, you know, the standard, you know, AB InBev stuff, but they do get some local stuff. Uh, Bolero Snort actually has a beer there called Raging Bull. You can get that pretty regularly. And there's a brewery in New Jersey, New Jersey City called Departed Souls, and they make a beer called Playoff Beard, and they have that uh, pretty much year-round, even though it's, the Devils haven't made the playoffs in a while. But, uh, yeah, and those are, you know, they're only like a dollar or two more than a Bud Light, so it's worth it for me. I always, you know, make the trek to the one stand that has the good beers just to just so I can support the local guys and drink a little bit of beer and Goose IPA. Well, so I live here in, uh, or, or right now, I currently live in Davenport, getting ready to move, as you all saw from my truck yesterday. Um, update that real quick. I just put an offer on a house about an hour ago. Um, so, you know, we're hoping nice. that we the offer. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, so I'll probably do a chug after this. Since I did a sell chug, I'll do a buy chug as well. Um, but... Locally, we don't really have any good beers. I know Wrigley, you know, Half Acre is a big, uh, good craft brew at the stadium, and you know, I really dig Half Acre. But locally, I mean, we do we do have a uh, minor league hockey team. Two dollar Bud Light Fridays are the games I go to usually, just because I can down twenty beers and still be sober for the after party. <laughs> Love it. All right. Um, that brings us into our next segment. Um, you know, this one, the, this question came from an uh, idea from Daniel Vick. He uh, wants to know out there in Drama Freeland, and I've sent the number, um, what is a new local small brewery that's opened up in the area that you guys are really excited about? I can start off. I know a bunch in Jersey. Um, there's a couple, but I think the best one that's getting a lot of reviews is Troon. I haven't been out there yet because they're pretty far from me. They're like West New Jersey. Uh, but yeah, it's they're getting crazy hype. There's lines apparently every day for their crowlers. Um, I've tried a couple of their beers, either a growler or a crowler, and they've all been top notch. So they're pretty small um, and they're definitely new, under a year old, but if you can get a uh, crowler sent to you, Troon Brewing, good stuff. So out here in San Diego, um, I, I really feel like there's something opening up like every other day, um, and it's kind of insane. But um, I mentioned Bay City just a minute ago. Um, they, they're doing a really good job, man. They've uh, they've come a long way. They've been open for uh, I think if it hasn't passed two years, it's just coming up on two years. So they're not super new, but somebody you haven't probably heard of out here and they're doing a lot of good stuff and stuff in the uh, IPA categories. And I know they filled some barrels recently, so I'm pretty excited to uh, see what comes out of those. Yeah. So Arkansas has had its, its struggles over the last couple of years. Um, we had two breweries, I think seven and a half years ago, and now there's 23, but there's really only a couple doing anything that I would even send out to people and, and in beer boxes, either as the highlight of the deal or uh, even as extras. Um, most of it is just sort of mediocre to average, which I constantly tell people is 
we're going to get what we demand as a consumer. If people keep drinking the crap, we're going to keep getting crap to drink. Um, but the, there's several out here that are, that are doing really good things. Um, are Ozark, you guys might know them from BDCS, uh, their yearly barrel-aged double cream stout. Um, New Province is a newer one that's doing really well. Um, they're they're kind of experimenting, going outside the box. They do Tuesday, like cask days, where they'll just throw something into one of their standard beers. And they just released a red wine barrel-aged quad that uh, I have not tried yet, but I have sitting on my pool table. And then um, Lost 40 down in Little Rock is doing big things. And they've, in three years, just under three years, uh, they're projected to hit 15,000 barrels this year. So uh, those are the three that I would immediately highlight. And then there's a second tier, and then there's everybody else. So that's kind of Arkansas's area. And then about an hour away from Tulsa, so we have American Solera out there, and then Prairie's two hours away, whatever. So. All right. So for for those of you out there, Java Freeland, that are listening, and you want to call in and chime in on a topic, the number is six four six two zero zero four five zero five. Again, that number is 646-200-4505. All right, so um, we'll wait. I, I, we'll give people a chance to call in if they want to, but we'll move on to the next topic here. Um, oh, looks like we might have a caller, but uh, we have a question of the day from a longtime listener. Can someone explain why Florida, which is hot as hell, makes great stouts and not, and not good or great IPAs? That is a personal inquiry from them, and they understand that it's so damn hot, but so many good stouts around, Angry Chair, Cigar City, Jay Wake, Funky Buddha, but where are or is there any good Florida or good or very good IPA? He's tried Civil Society and tried them some more. It just doesn't do it for him. So I want to know what you all think here. Can can I chime in, Chad? Because I want to know: Are you asking for a friend? Is this one of those like I'm asking for a friend scenarios? Yeah. So uh, we got I took suggestions <laughs> out there, and uh, yeah, I mean, I know, you know, I know I'm kind of curious too. Yeah, I, I'm kind of no, curious so, at that too. I think it's a really good question, um, personally, and I, I'm I'm sort of uh, I, I, it took me a second because I got to be honest, the the beer that or one of the beers that got me into craft in the first place is High Life from Cigar City, and I love that beer. Um, and White Oak Highlight, man, like, I'll still trade for it. I don't care. I'll give up anything for that. It doesn't matter. It's it's amazing, and I'll crush it all day long. If I had, like, a, you know, beer you had to drink for the rest of your life. But I looked it up. So, um, according to Beer Advocate, uh, Highlight is the top-ranked IPA in Florida, and it's the 30th-ranked overall beer in Florida. So, you're right, and I hope somebody has a good answer to this. That's that's my two cents. I can't tell you. I'm on the furthest point from Florida, probably, of anybody listening I might be right, the closest uh, to Florida. I don't know where Arkansas is, but uh, I've been there a couple times, and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm going there again uh, in November. Um, a couple of things about the question. They say, oh, it's you know, it's hot in Florida, so why do they make good stouts? I don't think the people in Florida think that it's hot. To them, to them it's, like, cold most of the time. So it's like it might, it might be hot to us who live in, like, you know, the Northeast or anywhere where there's winter, but hot is relative. And also, I, I went to Jay Wakefield in March, and they had a couple good IPAs that are better, in my opinion, than Highline. I don't know about White Oak. White Oak is amazing, but Jay Wakefield had some really good, really good IPAs when I was there. I filled a growler one, and it was, it was awesome. And they've collabed with a couple East Coast guys, too, to make some really good stuff, too. So, you know, it's coming up. You know, everyone, everyone will eventually come along to the – to the IPA craze, Florida just, you know, they need time. All right, gentlemen, we have a couple callers here that want to chime in on this topic. We have Alejandro from San Diego and Dan Vick himself has called in. So let me bring him in. Hello, welcome to Drama Free Podcast. Who we have on the line? Hey, this is Alejandro from San Diego. SD in the house. Hey. I love it. Alejandro, what's going on, man? You got a question or you want to chime in on Florida IPA? I, no, I got a question for you guys. So 
my wife's out of town this weekend, so naturally I'll be doing a little bit of day drinking. So I'm looking for a recommendation on a good breakfast beer. All of them. Ooh. Are we talking something local in San Diego, uh, like a shelfie, or you want to uh, try to get something on an overnight trade? I'm open to suggestions. All right, gentlemen, we have an update. We got Wade Griff on the line as well. Oh, boy. We got a party oh, here. Yeah, oh, man, man. I was just calling in to give a shout-out to all the boys. <laughs> Wade, they letting you back in Jug Handle yet? No, I'm not allowed in there. Yeah, I'll I'll work on it. I know one of the people who worked out. I'll, I'll see if I can get you in. You might have to apologize. I don't want to go in there, man. I'm that <laughs> I'm I'm done with that place. That lady was miserable. Beer's good though. Beer's good. I the, feel like the there's a story good, there. But, you know, the lady is she's nasty. She don't deserve my money. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna jump in on the, on Alejandro's question there because I think there is like a legitimate answer that could help him through the weekend. Uh, but if you can get your hands on Cafe Dino from Abnormal, um, I think you're going to have a good time with that. Um, it's based on a breakfast drink that uh, the, their former brewer found out. I uh, forget exactly where he was when he found this. I believe he was out at uh, Jay Wakefield when he was brewing something. I can't remember the exact story. But uh, it, it's, a, it's a great one from them. And I believe if it's not still available at the brewery, it, there's got to be some around town that you can get for a pretty good uh, pretty good bargain. Find, find somebody in Drama Free, uh, a.k.a. Text me or whatever. Beauty. The Abnormals IPAs are amazing. Uh, they're doing a great job. And, uh, the, you know, like I just said, um, their head brewer, Derek Galanosa, he's he's going up to Northern California to start a new venture. Um, but they got Nile, and Nile's uh, formerly brewing at uh, Funky Buddha and Green Flash. So I think he's going to do a great job uh, continuing the, the tradition of good stuff that's coming out of Abnormal up there. Well, I just heard that Funky Buddha got sold, got sold and bought up by Corona. Really? Yeah. Does that, that mean we that have to put lime in our? Ago. Do we have to put lime in our maple bacon coffee porter now? Is that how that works? Yeah. I don't know. But that's probably their best beer they make, in my opinion. That's an amazing beer. When you can't make a good base beer, you have to add up the heck out of it just to just to make a beer that's sellable. That's kind of my take. Well, on all the people beer. that used to work there were just like regular employees, and then they all quit because the guy wouldn't pay them. Sounds like a local brewery around here. <laughs> yeah, funky Buddha's not good. They treated their employees bad. Yikes. Yeah. Well, that's what I get from my buddy that's like, he used to go there all the time. Like, they got money from the state to build that brewery. And then all the people that brewed with them were just regular employees, like dishwashers and servers, because it was like a kind of like a little tapestry kind of place. And. The, Has anyone the on the call been to Funky Buddha? Huh? I've never been to Funky Buddha, no. Has anyone? I've been either. there, actually. I went there in March. <coughs> it's, it used uh, to be real small, like a hookah lounge. And then no, it's pretty big now, yeah. It's it's pretty big. Um, pretty ridiculous story as to how I got there, but I went on, like, one of the craziest days of the year. They're, like, pie-eating contest, and they have all their crazy... Oh, my God. Yeah, not only do they have a pie eating contest, they have like this every single crazy beer they make possible on tap. Um, but I was a combination of ridiculously hungover and broke because of a bachelor party in Miami. So I got like one flight, barely finished it, and had to take my cousin to the hospital. But I'll tell you guys that another time. But yeah. <laughs> and then uh, like two months later, they got bought out. So I was like, well, guess there goes that. Yeah, that guy made $200 million for selling. Yeah, well, that was the price point. From what I understand, a lot of people saw that coming. They were like the prime oh, yeah. candidate. So, whatever, good on them. Who, who's going to that $200 million, though? I don't want to steer away uh, too far from the topic, but do you guys feel like this uh, this beer, and I'm not, I'm going to withhold my opinion here, but the beer sellout uh, kind of scene is similar to like, like mid 80s to mid 90s, like bands selling out. That's kind of how I feel like people are talking about this. Um, and oh, absolutely. It's a, lot, it's a lot different um, as far as, like, the, the industry but um, and people affected, I guess. But, I mean, everybody's got a price tag, right? Nope. Oh, absolutely. Who doesn't? 
Me? Yeah. <laughs> You're a liar. You're a liar. No, 100% Wade. There's no way. There's a reason I will not even like give two Somebody cents. throws a billion dollars at you, you'll sell out and take three hookers. <laughs> three? How expensive those are those hookers? Really good. Yeah, I know. Well, what more can you do with three is enough? How, how many there's tools something do you to be have? Said for a man's soul, man. Like I, I'm, I don't support ABM, Bev. I don't support the, the guys who are actively trying to put out the things that we love about the community, and I'm not well, going to well, you can always do like You can always do like some of the people do, take the $200 million or whatever they offer you, open another brewery, and then build it way better than the previous brewery. Okay, so usually there's a buyout clause, though, like, right? The guy from Wicked Weed had to move to Scotland to go work for BrewDog because it was a five-year, 500-mile thing. So you either have to leave your home or you have to wait five years. I'm sure, yeah, you can argue that you have money now, but... No, I, I'm sure. I'm sure every contract is different, but this is a good point, actually. Does it matter which company they sell out to? Like, I'll I'll still drink Ballast Point. I think they make some pretty good beer, but like anything that AB buys, I like kind of swear off. So, does who buy the brewery matter one versus the other? Everyone knows AB is you know the you know the devil, and they do all the shady stuff. But does it matter to anyone else if the company that buys them? It's yeah, 100%. for me, absolutely. Yeah, for me, it's it's a, it's all A B. Like, I, I just I, the only goose I would have sit on my shelves were all extras that were sent to me in trades. I won't even buy, uh, you know, even at the airport like the 312. I I won't just won't do it. And that's a principled matter. And I know people are some are against that. I will burn my wicked weed hat after they got burnt after they got bought. I burned it in my friend's fire pit. Wow, that's hard <laughs> for. I'm. I'm glad you brought up Goose Island. Um, I literally, and this is this is 100% true. I literally just had my wife grab me a 2012 before they sold out. I think 2012 Goose Island Bourbon County out of the fridge. It's a five-year-old beer to pour to drink right now. That's the year they sold out, so it would have been made before they sold out. Yeah. Awesome. It, yeah, they, it has. To, go ahead. I mean, it has to have something to do with with how good the beer is too, right? Because look at uh, a brewery. Um, you know, like Ten Barrel, who people are just won't even look at anymore. And then you got Goose Island, who people are still lining up for. And I see it firsthand down here in San Diego as well, because um, I, I'm right by Ballast Point, right? So I see my friends go there that are also complaining about Ten Barrel, who just moved to town. So there's definitely a double standard there. And, and I know that, like I said, I'm going to withhold my opinion here, but um, people hate AB, um, and it is what it is. I think part of it for me, the reason I hate AB so much is because they're wildly known for buying senators, influencing legislation to make it tougher on small breweries in every state. They actively work to put out uh, business, the breweries who we want to support, and they actively work to make it more difficult for them to get, uh, you know, a pint of beer in your hand. And for me... Yeah, and then they make commercials making fun of craft beer, all the while buying up craft beer companies. And so it's it, you know they are for me by far the ones that I just I, I cannot in good conscience support. And uh, yeah, so that, that's I'm, I'm pretty hard. Oh, I'm with that too. I won't support them either. I only go local anymore. That's it. Yeah, boys, I think there's two kinds of uh, bands we're playing with here. I think there's, like, the Nirvana band that does it for the love of the music and the love of the beer, and then you got the, uh, you know, Cisco didn't write the thong song to for the love of the music, right? He's, he's trying to sell out. So. <laughs> wow. That's my favorite song, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Is that Alejandro <laughs> coming in there? Yeah, yeah. That, that was my 21st uh, birthday spring break, actually. So that, See, you can still love back. the song song, even though it's a yeah. sell out. You can still love it, but, you know, there are people that are out there for the love of the music, too. <laughs> it's kind of like drinking, drinking VR because you love it, but, you know, now, now you won't buy free, any if it came know. out this year. Yeah, I don't know. I'd still, I'd still buy it. If it came out this year? Like a new batch? Yeah, why not? You know, I mean... They released, no, they released the same batch. More no, I'm saying, I'm saying if yeah, they do a new batch... And they barrel age a batch right now under AB's guidance and AB's uh, ownership, and they're going to release it to not this Thanksgiving, but next Thanksgiving. Are you guys going to line up for it? Nope. That's nope. my point. All right. 
That's my point. No. You know, I, I mean, line up for any beer. I would, you know, I just love beer. <laughs> That's so. bullshit. I don't. I'm, I'm too lazy and old. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm getting over the lines too. Well, I'm not drinking either, so why would I line up for beer? But no, yeah, lines are getting kind of crazy. How do lines get where you guys are at locally? Cane lines are getting stupid. There's dudes yeah. there at like 10:30, 11 o'clock in the morning before they even yeah. open, and everything's a silent release until they start doing these ticket things, which that's totally killing the beer market, in my opinion. All these so online lines lines up sales. Wait, wait, I disagree. I disagree. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I live just as close to Cane as you do. I, you know, they only do the ticket for their their biggest beers. Other than that, I've I've been liking the ones that they do earlier. Cause it's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't say what else they get to do. Nothing's perfect. And they're, they're getting too much shit. Like eventually we well, all knew this was going to happen. Growing exponentially. You're out tickets to people that don't frequent the place as compared to the people that brought you up from ground zero and built your establishment with their hard earned patronage. you know, yeah, coming there every but, week, you know, buying you your know, shit that really sucked. And then they're buying your stuff. That's good. You know, if, if you're building a brewery, you want your beer to get to as many people as possible. And, you know, well, if you can, if, if they put people like me Wednesday. and other locals, their beer wouldn't get halfway around the world because we're the ones trading in and out to other people to enjoy, to spread the word of their brewery. So you're neglecting yeah. the people that put you on the map. I, I think, I don't know, I don't think he really thinks about that. Like, what, he doesn't you know. care about it anymore. He's got no. money right now. I talked to him last week. Yeah. So, so are there actually guys lining up a couple hours before they open? Un, like yes. they have no clue whether or not there's actually being something released there Absolutely, that day? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, now that's, that's crazy. I was there I at mean, 11 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. But you just told yeah, me that's you were crazy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I posted the video on Saturday. I got there at 11. I was the only one in the parking lot except another car. And within like 5 to 15 minutes, like, Ten cars came. Another well, twenty cars a, came. It's not a line if you're by yourself. No, so, not at the beginning, so but that's because they just did the Mexican line. brunch release. Before the release came, people yeah. were there at ten in the morning, waiting and hoping that it was going to get dropped. Because you know, if someone gets an inside line. The Mexican brunch was just bottled, so now everybody tells everybody, and they're all there waiting. Mm-hmm. Which I can't complain because I'm, you know, you buy cans from other half. Guys are coming right after other half and like exactly. higher hands, and you're you're hustling in the parking lot. The guys in Brooklyn, that other half, know what's going on at Kane before I do, and I live 20 minutes away. Exactly. That's my. I mean, you know, there's the uh, the the, the brewer's brewer handshake. Shout out to uh, to Denver. I know he's probably not in this group. I mean, he might be in de- drama free, but uh, the the Bevmo handshake. You're in that Brewers Club, man. You're getting the info. We all know that. I don't got that kind of info. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, on the line we have uh, Zach Lucas and Tony Curtis. Oh, Zach, what's up, buddy? Zach, you're what's out up, of guys? What you I'm in Hawaii on? with my wife, Katie Hayes, here also. Yeah, what are you, you doing on the uh, if you're in Hawaii? We're drinking beers. It's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I got a beautiful view, you know, drinking these local right beers. Now. And you wanted to talk to us? <laughs> yeah, I just want to call you guys, you know. I know I love you guys, you know. I love you, too. Uh, right, well, hey, actually, actually, guys, uh, all the guys in line, Wade, Zach, Tony, what are you guys drinking on right now? I just drank 10-layer cake. I just got done drinking drinking the Elysian Day Glow. Now I'm on Deschutes Fresh Squeeze. Actually, I think Zach Lucas is the one that sent me. Oh, yeah, we got an AB beer making an appearance. (laughs) I'm out of beer. I got to go crack something right now. Better go get in line somewhere. Yeah, I got a line at my fridge, buddy. <laughs> but I just wanted to call in and say I love you guys. Y'all take care. I'm gonna get off here. All right. Dude, hey, enjoy, man. Hawaii, man. Thanks for checking in. Enjoy your all right. Enjoy yeah, your vacation, man. Go to Maui. Oh, Maui's next. We got to finish Kona first. And hey, when you go to Maui, uh, go to Inu Inu. Uh, they just opened yeah. up 
I think two weeks ago. I mean, look it up before you go. They might not even be open to the public yet, but if they are, you got to go check it out and Beer Lab as well. All right, what's it called? This other half. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up for you. I'll let you know by the by the end of this show. And make sure they're open. I'm gonna look it up. All right, all right, cool, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Take care, Zach. All right, cheers, bro. Cheers. Hey, uh, Double Citra Daydream. Double Dry Hop. All right. Yep. All right. So we're going to move on with the show here. Wade, thanks for calling. Um, Tony, did, Have a good we'll, one. we'll keep you on here for the for the next uh, next topic here, all right? All right. Cheers. All right. So, Tony, did you uh, did you tell us what we were drinking? Yeah, I'm drinking M43 right now. Nice. Oh, all right. I mean, that's a good beer. All right, so our next topic here. In, right now. Yeah, you know, that and Bob Cree, that's a good beer. Um, yeah, yeah. Next topic so got, here, I, Tony. I, I, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to answer the uh, Hawaii question for him while he's out there, but uh, Inu's in Oahu, um, and I, I believe it's on the um, on the side near the Navy base. But uh, if you're in Oahu, it's Inu, I-N-U, and then Beer Lab is down in uh, in Honolulu, Waikiki, I believe. It's, it's nearby. So uh, if you're down there in that area, be sure to check it out. Nice. All right. Big topic here, gentlemen. I'm sure we'll, we'll open this up to callers, too, but I want to get everybody on the line here. Uh, I want to get their feedback here. Um, we, uh, I posted earlier this week about a metery um, having a problem with homeless mules. You know, we've, we've heard <laughs> oh, of it all. This. The homeless mules, the, you know, the college students. You know, TG is well known for Luther College and having a college student uh, stand in line for you. I mean, I can't say that, that, you know, I haven't asked somebody in the tap room that hasn't gotten their allotment to help me out. But what are your thoughts? Yeah, I've done it. I did I mean, not, uh, not not with a homeless guy, but I did read I did read that uh, I did read that article uh, on the on the there's a homeless shelter really close to that metery, and they actually did uh, they had people grabbing homeless people and and getting allotments for them. But I did that at Bell's years ago for Black Note, and I was walking. They would let us get a case, and I was walking back to my car. Guy was walking out of the brewery. I said, hey, you get any beer today? He's like, no, I got to get out of here. I got to get some food. And I asked him, I gave him cash, and he walked in and got me another case. So I've actually done that before. Well, that's, it was that's just not a, really the same thing, It was a patron thing, that wasn't going to buy. I don't yeah, think that's the same that wasn't thing. wasn't going to buy his beer. Okay. Well, it's not a line, though. And he was already in the brewery? He was, yeah, so there wasn't a line. And so Bell's has a, a brewery area where you can sit and drink. And then they also have a little shop up front. And the shop up front is where they do all the beer sales. Two separate entrances. So he was coming out and leaving. So you're right. I guess I didn't, I didn't grab, like, just some random off the street. He was leaving the brewery um, and wasn't going to the shop at all. But I just asked him and gave him cash. He ended up going and getting me another case of Black Note. I don't, I don't yeah. consider those two the same at all. I mean, I, I don't think that's I, the same either. Yeah. I've had a buddy actually, at, at, for instance, at, at council out here and I was at a council release and uh, one of my buddies made his order and he, he was like too short on each of the limits. And I was like, Hey, you mind if I buy those? Like he was already there, you know? Yeah. Right on. Yep. No, I think that's all fair play. Their, their issue was, um, and I, I read the whole post. They're right next to a homeless yeah. shelter. Someone was paying homeless people to stand on line and just wait so that they could go somewhere else. It's like if you're not willing to st- – and I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but uh, there's a company in New York City that will wait in line for you. You can pay them. Oh, see, like, I didn't uh, read it that way. So, no so here's, kidding. That's interesting. I did not. There is a company in New York City. You can pay them per hour. They have like a standard flat rate. First hour is this much. Every subsequent hour is a different price. And they will wait in line for you for whatever you want. Concert tickets, uh, play tickets, beer. People pay this this company money to go wait online at other half to get them beer because they don't want to wake up at 5 in the morning and go to stand on the sidewalk in Brooklyn in the snow. Yeah. My sister so, did that while she was in college. Now, is that, is that any worse than paying a homeless person to do it for you? And their issue was a lot of these homeless people kind of have mental – the reason they're homeless is because they, they have mental problems. They don't want their actual customers standing near people who might be a risk to themselves or others. And I, I can't say I blame them. No, it's not the same thing. Yeah, so I, I, I told, totally agree with that. And, 
Yep, I agree with I agree with uh, the metery and their concerns. Yeah, you know, so. I mean, they know who, they said they they figured out who did it, and it really. And you could say like, oh, you don't want homeless people to make money. It's like, no, you know what? That's not it. What if you know, if something happens, they're responsible for everyone who's in their line. And if someone's paying someone who's really not right in the head to just stand there and like. You know, what if happens if they freak out or something or they're making their the other people online uncomfortable? It's like, that's really not, you know, I don't know. I, I get it. I don't blame them. Yeah, it's a, ba- it's a bad vibe all the way around. Yeah, all about those max profits. Real quick, guys, uh, if you guys want to call in out there in Drama Freeland that you're listening, the number again is 646-200-4505. Again, 646-200-4505. Didn't um, that, uh, that, that line waiting company that got their start in the uh, in like tech and shoes, right? I believe I read the story. It's like an iPhone thing is how they got their start, right? Yeah, it's um, sorry, yeah, it's uh, it's for people who want like sneakers or Broadway tickets that like are crazy hard to get. You know, people. It took like a genius to be like, wait a minute, I can just pay a little extra money and I can get beer with it, and that's why like you see all these people. If you if you ever seen how much another half mule is, it's whatever it costs the four pack is plus ten dollars, because they're really just they're mimicking the cost of how much this line company charges, and they're saying, well, I'm also paying tolls, I'm also paying gas, I'm also waking up on a Saturday early, which you're not willing to do. So it's like you know, there's a business, you know, there's a business opportunity, but at the same time there's a line that really you can't cross. And I guess the line is, you know, don't put anyone else in line at risk. Right. 100% agree with that. I've I've never dealt with homeless situation, but um, I mentioned yesterday uh, briefly that there was a guy in Houston during Jester King releases uh, who was a restaurant tour and he would shut down his restaurant, pay dishwashers, uh, cooks, whoever, hosts, hostesses, anybody above 21. <laughs> yeah to drive out all carpool out to, to Austin and he would come back and well, Jester King caught him. He's now banned from that area. So uh, he can't even walk on the property anymore. So, I mean, there, there's a price to be paid. I mean, Hey, do you want to be blackballed from a, from a brewery? Cause you're doing something that's really less than ethical. I mean, the only why? time I've ever used a mule with my wife and you know, she's already connected at my hip. So <laughs> why, now why did they ban him? Because he was going and paying people to go get beer yeah, for, him right and then he was taking back and, and selling it on secondary market for okay so that that yeah. is the issue the issue yeah, wasn't he was bringing people for it the issue was he was going and then selling it right he was getting you know one right. or two for himself on a two per person allotment then getting 18 to sell right yeah see that that you know yeah that's going to get you banned every time i i thought it was just because he was bringing people like that there's no problem with that bringing friends but when once you start selling them or even for an upcharge selling them by yourself that's you know so what about, uh, the days of the friends? Yeah. Now go ahead. What about bringing friends to the line? Is that you, Chad? Yeah, the trick is finding friends that don't like craft beer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's right. I say, what about if I bring friends that don't like craft beer and they go stand in line with me and you know I buy them breakfast? I mean, is that still cool? I'm not selling the beer. I'm usually sending out the drama free. So. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's fair game. That's yeah. you know, you have a good friend who knows they're doing you a favor. Like, if you have friends that'll go and wait online with you on a weekend morning, that's like you know, you've social engineered yeah. your way to double allotment. That's that's how yeah. I look at it. There are friends here in Arkansas yeah. who are into craft beer and know what craft beer is, but they're not in the in the level that we are, where we trade and we, you know, uh, have sellers. You know, they buy beer, they drink beer. Um, so I've had a couple friends, I didn't ask them to, but, uh, offer to sell me their BDCS allotments or part, you know, Hey, uh, I'm, I bought a case, but I'm not going to drink all this. Do you, do you want, you know, half of it? Sure. Or, you know, things like that, but you know, they're into it. I don't ask anybody who's not really into craft beer to do it again, other than my wife. Um, but you know, that's, uh, again, she's usually with me anyways, regardless. And if she's not with me, I don't just ask her to make a special trip. I think the days of line waiting are kind of uh, come coming to a, a close here. Like I know that they're probably not always going to go away completely, but I, I think especially here in San Diego, and I don't know about where you guys live, but um, 
it's the unlawful congregations that are kind of getting the businesses in trouble. So, you know, you have the line and then you have the line share. So there's alcohol out there and it's kind of unorganized. Um, yep. Some of the smaller ones, there's still big lines, but there's just people hanging out and getting in people's ways and the other businesses and stuff like that. And you're also putting, uh, I think you're putting yourself liable for those people's safety when they're lining up for your product and, and they're out there and there's not really much control. So I think it's going to, it's going to come to a, at least a more controlled, uh, place or an end here pretty soon maybe besides the ipas i know the ipas you kind of got to have the lines but yeah i was i was gonna say if you think the line life is over i got a bridge in brooklyn to sell you no signs of slowing down over the there shares are ridiculous yeah but oh, we've had man, some pretty I epic line start. shares yeah we have yeah uh, i've got bad and good dark, memories dark, from dark line lord share. does an amazing Lion share every year, and I know December 9th we're going to be at the Four Elf event at uh, Dark Horse. And Dark Horse, their whole their whole line system is all internal to their property line, so it doesn't interfere with anybody else's business. But man, they put on a really really fun line share while we wait and order some beer there. But uh, yeah, the line thing I don't think is ever going to go away. I just don't think it'll ever vanish. There's just too much of the secondary. It's, it's gonna... and people are just want to make money. I think it's going to transform. I know it's not going to go away. I think it's going to transform. And the reason the IPA is you have to do it like that is because you do the online sale. You don't have any place to store it, and that's why they do it like that. They can't waste that much storage. So yeah, yeah. you have the line, and it's come, and they pick right, it up right, right away, right. and it's gone. So. Yep. All right, Tony, we want to say thank you for calling in to the first ever uh, Drama Free hey, podcast. Thanks for having me. All right, good talking to you, Welcome. and uh, stay tuned for next Thursday. Yeah. Sure thing, guys. See you, buddy. Oh. Whoops. Oh, Came a little early. Sorry there, Tony. Didn't mean to do that. That King Sue's getting uh, to him over there. Yeah, I'm getting uh, button clicking happy. Uh, so, next news, uh, we're, we're going to move on to the beer news here. You know, obviously, we got the GABF Great American Beer Fest going on. And, um, Joey, if you're listening, we'd love to hear how your uh, pre GABF share is going. Um, if not, you know, anybody else at a share, you know, give us a call. And That's, then uh, um, I, I got to get to GABF one time. Uh, I'd like to also hear like what your guys' uh, kind of favorite beer fests are locally or wherever, wherever you've been to beer, a beer fest. Yeah, so I'll start with that. I haven't been to a GABF yet, but that's, you know, I think that's going to come next year. Um, I just went to the Great Taste of the Midwest, and I can tell you, that blew my mind. I, it was simply amazing. I mean, it wasn't national, so it was just Midwest beers, you know, you know, both perennial side project was there, you know, all the good Chicago distro, Indiana. Um, but that was an amazing beer fest. So I actually have been to JBF. I went last year for my bachelor party. It was uh, the first and only time oh. I've been. I'm hoping to go again, but you know, married life doesn't—it doesn't look good. But I'm so glad I chose that to go to my bachelor party. Um, and it's this weekend that I'm having complete FOMO right now about it. So a friend of mine, his birthday is today, and I messaged him, "Happy birthday, man!" You know, and he's big into beer too. So I said, "Drink something nice." He's like, "Hey, I'm in Denver. What do you recommend?" I was like, "Oh my God, are you going to GABF?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm going tomorrow night." So I, I sent him this massive message of everything he could do. The, the, the entire city of Denver during GABF week is insane. Like the breweries just try to one-up each other. It's absolutely bonkers. Uh, we only went Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and we flew back out Sunday. And when I tell you I fit as much as I could into that three-and-a-half-day stretch, I hit like every, every major brewery, Crooked State, Great Divide, True, um, we went to Star Bar for Curiosity Ball that Creature Comforts puts on. I mean, you got to go to JBF. I'm telling you. I mean, Denver is just, it's one of my favorite cities that I've ever been to. And JBF is just a crazy week if you like beer. You will not be disappointed. Nice. Uh, I've not been to JBF either. Um, there are very few beer fests in Arkansas still. Uh, Foam Fest is one. Little October Fest is one. I'm going to one in two weeks, um, which is a release party 
all day event, uh, but there's like 20, 20 places uh, that are invited to it, um, some regional, whatever. Um, but uh, I did neglect earlier uh, when I was talking about uh, Little Rock, there's another brewery down there that's, that's doing good work, um, and that is uh, Rebel Kettle. Um, but uh, they are not production level yet, which is why I left them off. So I neglected that, and I want to give a shout-out to my buddies, uh, John and Josh, down there that are doing some really cool, strange things. They're actually at GABF this week, so hope things go well for them. There you go. Any listener out at GABF, GABF, go check them out. I got to throw it out to uh, to Modern Times out here locally, man. They put on uh, – I think they're up to three. They have uh, – they have the Festival of Dankness, the uh, the sour one. Well, I can't even think of the name of it right now. And uh, there's the Carnival of Caffeination. And rumor on the street is they're uh, they're going to start a fourth. But everything Modern Times does, man, uh, from from an event standpoint and and their breweries and their space is is unbelievable. And if you guys ever get a chance to check out one of their festivals or if you're in town. Um, Go check them out. I have a really great time over there. I'm a member, so I'm a little bit biased. But Derek Freeze is their, their kind of event guy over there. And he is – I hope he hears this at some point. But he's one of the most anal people I've ever met. He'll tell you like it is, but he keeps it straight, man. And the events are really smooth. The lines are fast. And, and uh, it's a great experience from everybody's perspective. And I've heard great feedback from others as well. Modern Times does that coffee one, right? Yeah, the Carnival of Caffeination. Yeah, that sounds insane. I went to the first sure one. Does. It was actually at the brewery. It was really cool, but it's gotten a lot bigger since then. I've heard their coffee is just crazy good. So, well, shoot me the PM. Slide slide into the DMs if you, uh, if you want to check it out. Uh, yeah, I think Ricky Ampeel, another another DF guy, is sending me a box uh, from from one of our charity things, which we, you know, regularly regularly run. Who's who's doing that, Ricky? Ricky, yeah. Oh, Ricky's my yeah, boy. Ricky, Ricky's one of my, of my, my best friends out here, man. He, uh, Him and I, we play softball together with a bunch of other beer guys. Uh, Luke Barasa is in the group, too. And we all hang out nice. together, man. San Diego is a big place, but it's actually really small. So we, uh, nice. I think all the San Diego guys in the group actually know each other and hang out quite frequently. Right on. Any, caller, any callers coming in? Any questions coming in? Or are we moving on? No, we... We've got none yet. Um, again, that number is six four six two zero zero four five zero five. If you've got any, um, you know, any, any, you know, thoughts on what we've discussed here, or if you guys want to pose a question to the group or to the host here, feel free to call in. That's six four six two zero zero four five zero five. We will take your calls now. I've also moved on to uh, drinking. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking some bearded Irish uh, Dumble and Dry Hop Chief of Chiefs now. So, no oh, man, I went to Bearded Iris uh, in May. Really, really enjoyed right. their stuff. Yep. Right, Gentlemen, Daniel Vick himself has made an appearance. Hey, Dan, you're on the air. How you doing, boys? How you doing, Chuck Truck? <laughs> hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> I I and I I almost feel like an outcast when I when I when I say like I go to a share and I feel like it's a, it's a used term a lot and I maybe I don't know exactly what what that means but I always think like when I go drinking with my buddies it's the same three to five to six idiots I've been drinking with since I was fifteen <laughs> and in no way is that depressing that and, sounds comfortable. <laughs> But it's, you know, it's like there's, there's two or three of us that'll show up. I mean, me and this other, you know, Chris Romano, who's in DF. We show up with whatever we could do, you know, whoever can, who's ever on vacation, grabs what they can grab. But, I mean, there's a couple of groups on Long Island. Uh, Chris knows of one that, I don't know, I've been, I've been to two of their <laughs> little gatherings, and I feel uncomfortable. I'm not really... Not really into it. I don't know. I, 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 do you guys like when you guys go to a share? Do you like prearrange and like meet these guys? Do you find them online? Is it like Tinder for beer shares? <laughs> oh, man. You might be on something there. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Right Amazing ass idea right there. <laughs> oh, he's got A B stuff. I'm swiping left or right or whatever the bad <laughs> one is. <laughs> Yo, Vic, you, you might become a millionaire. You can afford to figure out. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think. 
Vic. We're going to talk after this show here. <laughs> no, you guys, Dude, you guys can run with the idea. I'll just take some royalties. I'm going to chime uh, in on that. Like, I hate I, – I don't like awkward situations. Come on, we're introverts, man. We hang out on the internet all day. Who are we kidding? I don't like, like – <laughs> I like meeting new people, man, but I like knowing what I'm getting into as well. So I, I think my, my preference would be like, you know, a good six, eight, maybe ten, ten of my good friends. And then if somebody's going to bring a couple people and they're vetted, I'll let them in. And, uh, and I'll, I'll meet them and, like, let them into my life, not let them into the share. I don't – it's not my share. I don't care. Um, but that, I think that's my outlook on it, man. I like to meet a couple new people, but I also like my core group of friends. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't even know what you mean when you say like my share. I don't, was it like you're hosting it. Yeah, yeah, your house. Yeah, we have like regular. Your... Yeah, we have regular spots. Um, locally, we have like a there's a barbecue spot called Grand Old Barbecue out here. Um, that that uh that we go to quite frequently, and then there's the Bottle Craft. There's places where you can bring your own bottles, and you just pay a corkage fee. Um, and we kind of meet up, or just go to somebody's house. So yeah, you, you kind of host it, or or put it together somewhere else outside, and and. Uh, do you, do you like do you do you guys like prearrange who's bringing what? Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. yeah. Because I, uh, I, I me... mean, I just I just show up with the cooler. Chris shows up with the cooler. This guy shows, and it's like you know we have our spots. My deck, his fire pit, his house with right. the ball, and yeah. it's the same. Those, it's those the same the cool bonehead. I, that I, I can tell Daniel lives near me. About what you're bringing. Right, you just you know everybody, you trust everybody, whatever you bring, you all bring something that you know is good, or that you know has a little bit of prestige behind it, or whatever. Um, I enjoy those far more, even if it's less whaley than shares where everybody lists the two to three things they're bringing for sure, and everybody gets like an ounce of pork. So there's 25 people there for. You know, yeah, that's the most nerve-wracking oh. thing in the world. Those those uh those spreadsheets where people are listing their beer, man, that drives me crazy. Spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, no, that, I, I did it. I did it for more delight so we could plan. I mean, that I was know. more of that. I but, um, I'm not saying it's know, wrong. I'm just saying it, it makes my nerves yeah. go nuts. <laughs> I got a yeah. I got a good story about this. So I hosted a big share. You know, I've got a bar in my house that I just sold. Um, I think you guys have seen pictures on Drama Free, but if you ever want to see it, let me know. But um, I've had a whole Goose Island, Bourbon County vertical um, stolen from me with me sitting next to the fridge. Um, you know, so I've definitely been a lot more selective about That's who I bring to share. Yeah, too long. Too long for how much we got, how much time we got left. Maybe that's a good topic for next Thursday. But anyway, I mean, I ended up putting cameras in. I have cameras in my bar, and you know, it really pisses me off that I have to have cameras in my bar because yeah. of the people that came through my garage. And these were all friends. <laughs> I considered everybody friends at that time. Um, I definitely have my, you know, my suspicion of who it was, but I, I'm not going to call a dude out because I don't know it was him. Anyway. What I do is I do a theme share every month in my bar. I do, um, I will do a, you know, I, we did a stout fest. Then we did, we, what, what we try to do is two months shares of each stout. So stout, two stout fest, two sour fest, two IPA fest. And, you know, and then we did a couple random ones in the summer. Just, you know, everybody get rid of what they want to get rid of. And, you know, we don't really bet. It's almost what I'll do as a host. I'll post a vertical or here's what I want to drink at this share, and then people will build off of that. No spreadsheets. It seems to work. Yeah. We do nothing. We we don't do anything like that. I mean, we are just like, can we get together? Can we watch a fucking football game and bring bring what you got? Oh, so-and-so went to Vermont with his girlfriend. So-and-so was here with his wife. I, I hit this. I hit Show up, Dan. Where are you at? Next share, I'm invite. I'm inviting you to my to the next share that I go to. Where are you at? We'll we'll, we'll do it right. What one of the <laughs> things me and my me and my buddy say? We don't call it shares. We just we go drinking. That's what we do. We exactly. Yeah. We don't. Go to my, go to we, my buddy's we, house. We don't share beers. We'll share we'll share beers. If I get two cans of something and it's my core four, we call our boys the core four. Mm-hmm. Like we we just split them, and sometimes you know we always end up off pace with each other. So we just like we'll partner up. I'm like, all right, all right, yeah. I'm drinking with Eric tonight. So me and him are split skis on whatever there's doubles of. And Eric uh, and be... him are on split skis, and my brother's drinking little lights, and we're going to throw them in the fire and hope they explode at him. 
you guys have to wear I'm a like, certain color on Fridays in the core four or how's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, yeah, you know that group chat, that group chat, the core four. Nice. You know, no, no man left behind the beer Marines. Yeah. Saturday I'm hanging out with Craig and Will. I don't know what anybody's bringing. I'm just doing a little event for the place I work for and, you know, drinking after that. It's kind of how it goes. Right. That, that, that's what we do. We just go drinking. And we don't call the yeah. share. We don't announce what we have. I don't need mm-hmm. pictures. I don't really care. I don't care what I leave with. I don't care what you come here with. Just don't right. be a d bag. Yeah, I like He's that. Still my beer. Yeah, that's the general yeah. rule. Don't no no bringing d bags. Yeah, yeah no bringing. We even like if you bring a whole bunch of stuff and it doesn't all get drank, we do like a, a a draft lottery and everybody takes a different bottle home than what they brought. So <laughs> that's pretty cool too. That's cool. That's yeah. a cool. That idea. We, we that that a cool idea. On an over, like on an overnight share, we've rented cabins. You know, there's some people down in Little Rock, three and a half hours away. Like Texarkana, five hours away. We all kind of meet in the middle, stay overnight at a cabin, and then you know, morning there's ten of us and there's twenty bottles. We go, all right, let's draw numbers, and first person draws whatever they take, whatever bottle they want, move on. It's kind of fun. Could I could I jump in and say something before we uh, before we get cut off on time? I know we skipped over a topic uh, kind of here that um, I really want to fit oh, in yeah, the charity yeah. the charity of of, uh, of drama free man. But I have to just say like a, a sincere heartfelt thank you. And I know I did it in a chug video, but I was hoping we'd have a little more time to talk about the charity element, man. You guys restored my faith in internet Facebook nonsense of beer. Like I was ready to just. Un- unjoin them all and just leave and you guys restored my faith man it was a tough spot and i had a friend that, that needed some help and you guys came through and you've come through for other people and it's it's just absolutely freaking amazing so thank you um that's all i wanted to say how to get that in yeah we got a we got a couple minutes left here but uh one thing that uh the co-host here and i wanted to do was we recently just completed a wlc wlc challenge I know Danielle's got another one going. If you guys are interested, um, hit her up for a link on Drama Free. I know she's posted a couple times. Get in. Um, you see the results. I had to drop out early. Um, actually, I, I, got, I dropped out before weigh-in due to, you know, some things going on, you know, with the move and all that. But, um, you know, seeing them post has really motivated me to, on my own, lose weight. They, you know, these guys look amazing. Danielle looks amazing. Eddie looks amazing. You know, Robert, everybody that, you know, competed and was, you know, dedicated to it, they, they saw results and they feel better for themselves. And I just, we here at Drama Free Podcast Radio, we want to say congratulations. You guys did it. Keep up the good work. And to the new class of WLC, you know, you know, get to the group. If you find it hard, talk to the group. People will help you. Yep. Yeah, I actually saw Eddie in person um, at Kane a couple weeks ago, right in the middle of the weight loss challenge, and I was like, "Dude, you're getting skinny. You might need you might need to drink some beers, else you're gonna fade away." He lost a ton of weight. Um, you know, I know a lot of other people. Just really good job, all of you. I wish I had. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of skinny as it is, so I don't want to rub it in. But I I cannot say how much respect I have for you guys being able to have that willpower, especially summer months. It's like, you know, you got something that I don't got. <laughs> All right. Mr. Butler, you yeah, got I go. agree. I agree. All yeah, right. So I, we so got uh, two got minutes left. We have a, yeah, we have a couple questions from Craig. Apparently he got cut off, but he has some questions for Mr. Chris Butler here. And Chris is going to answer. Uh, please use five words to describe your love of Lambic. <clears throat> uh, the answer is Lambic is life, not barley wine. Um, is it true that beard length is inversely proportional to penis curve? Wrong. You can't even see yours, big guy. Getting the weight loss challenge. Um, three. Is it true that Mumford is writing a song called "Lover of Lambic" and that I was the inspiration for it? You'll never know, buddy. You'll never know. There you go. Asking the tough questions, I see. Yeah, he's a real hard-hitting investigator. all right we got about a minute left here we want to say thank you guys for um listening and tuning in we'll be um you know looking out looking out at the 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 the, uh facebook group to see if you guys have suggestions what should we talk about um if we should change things yeah feedback is greatly appreciated that's the only way we're gonna get better i think this was successful um you know what do you guys think i think i had fun I had a lot. Of, it went, that hour went quick, huh? 
Yeah, 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 yeah I really think maybe fast. if we get the content, we can extend it. I need a beer. <laughs> yeah. Well, nope. How long? Nope. How long do you have, man? How long are you holding out for? Uh, long story, but uh, until the doctor tells me I can. All right. Well. All right. Oh snap! Yeah. Keep, keep on keeping on. Don't uh, you know? Don't bring us home. Bring us home, Chad. Don't let me bring this down. Let's finish on a high note. Here yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chug. Yeah. Chug. All right, That's it. Chug you know what to do. We're going to. Uh, I'm putting out a call out there for Chugs. If you liked this podcast and want to see it go next week. Chug, podcast Chugs. That's your hashtag. See you guys. We out. out. Peace.